Hello there, you're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson, on Friday the 15th of October. I'm joined today by Milena Armin, who is a Watson's Daily Ambassador. Hi there, Milena. How are you doing today? Hi, Peter. I'm well. How are you? Very well, thank you. Um, right, so what story um, did you find the most interesting from today's Watson's Daily? Um, so today I decided to go for a lighter subject and give the listeners a break from real estate. <laughs> and, re- and reality. Let's, let's and, reality. It, and reality. The green picture we painted yesterday. <laughs> yes, indeed. So Car- please continue. <laughs> So the, the article that I found most interesting was the article about Boots. Yep. Now, the Times reported that Boots has done really well in their latest quarter, with a rise in 15% in the sales from its uh, retail stores. Mm-hmm. Now, Boots has done really well by investing in its website and, more importantly, in my opinion, by broadening its beauty range. Mm. Now, I have been a fan of boots ever since I moved to the UK a couple of years ago mm-hmm. but in the past um, years um, I was a bit um, disappointed if I can if I can say that because their product range high kind of stayed the same yeah so I was I was very happy to hear that they've been doing a very good job um, the, the last quarter and that they have started um, adding a lot um, more affordable and mm-hmm. new brands um, in their stores and and also websites. Yeah. So some of the brands that they've started adding are the Inky List and Drunk Elephant, which were not easily available in the UK and they mm-hmm. are very popular at the minute. Yeah. Now, it, previously you had to order these these brands uh, online from the US and pay a good amount of uh, shipping costs and also wait quite a long time until mm-hmm. they've actually arrived. So mm-hmm. personally, I was always uh, put off by by this, and I've never actually did it myself. But I know there were a lot of people who have who have done it because they really wanted those products. Right. So it, it's very good that Boots has started to do this in, in recent times, uh, both in uh, in their stores, but also online. Um, plus, I, I would also like to point out the fact that they've also expanded on their own brand, which is I think it's called Boots. Um, and um, what what's interesting is that it's quite affordable. And um, I must say it's, it's quite good because um, they seem to be picking up on trends from skincare or, um, you know, um, social media uh, mm-hmm. in, in particular. And to the, so they seem to be picking up on, on these type of trends and they seem to be kind of incorporating um, into their own strategies and incorporating into their new products lines, mm-hmm. right? So um, in my opinion, um, although they've been doing very well, in comparison to how they were doing in the pandemic. Um, and as you mentioned in the newsletter, which is quite important, I think Boots is facing heavy competition, both online and retail. Yeah. Um, and in retail store, in terms of retail stores, um, uh, we have Superdrug, 
who mm-hmm. have incorporated a similar strategy by bringing in new ranges of products and creating mm. their own and expanding on their own on their own uh, brand, but also from the likes of online um, online um, shops such as LookFantastic.com and CallBeauty, who have a much broader opening. So it's very tough and it's it's tight competition, I must say. Mm-hmm. What I can also point out is the fact that LookFantastic and CallBeauty. Uh, don't have any physical stores and they they do seem well they they do save a lot of costs on rent because they don't have they don't they don't have to pay it right so mm. i promise i wouldn't go into real estate but i had to mention <laughs> this <laughs> yeah fair enough fair <laughs> enough yeah i mean you know boots is a very interesting company i think i mean it's been going for ages it's been it's been it's it's just everywhere yeah it's part it is part of the fabric of british society i mean if you go down any um high street you know pretty much you are going to see a boots and a wh smith yes um you you literally can't get away from them and as a result of which you i almost would say that people take them for granted um and so my concern with with boots has always been is it the place that everywhere goes for their basics mm-hmm. um and is it special enough for you to go there for you know things that are a bit either a bit different or a bit luxurious because i suppose if you want luxury you're probably going to go to a department store um and yes. you know go to that kind of environment but then again there aren't so many department stores anymore. So there's that <laughs> problem as well. Uh, you know, there's that as well. So maybe it's taking from that. Um, and the other thing to think about is it seems to me that there's a, a lot of competition um, either, in, in, well, existing, coming up uh, and also online as well. So, um, so for instance, you've got Next, they're, they're building their beauty brand. Um and I think that that will be quite, um, yeah, that, that could, that could be quite bit, that could be quite interesting. Um, and, uh, say online, um, the hut group, um, have been doing extremely well, so mm-hmm. well that they decided that they might separate out the beauty business. But although, but although that has gone down like a lead balloon with, um, investors, um, because they've now been selling off the company because they don't, they kind of, don't like the way that sounds but anyway the main thing is beauty is a very um a very you know, a very competitive area um mm-hmm. so i mean do you because you know with all that in mind i mean do you think do you think boots will win you know i mean if and if they do what what you know what what do you think are the things that attract people about boots do you reckon as a boots fan yourself um, I mean, it's it's a very interesting question, um, but I think it, it depends a lot on the geographical area that you're in. Mm. So I recently moved out of London um, mm. in, and I, I currently live in the northwest. And with with Debenhams being gone now, we used to have uh, Debenhams um, in the city center here, mm. but with Debenhams being gone, the only kind of alternative for us is to go to Boots. Yeah. 
to find, as you mentioned, all the basic kind of an essential uh, personal care items, but also expand on to skincare, makeup and have a browse around, you know, like everybody does. Mm. Um, but I guess because Boots has have started recently to incorporate um, um, and to add on to their offering brands like such as MAC, Mm. Mac Cosmetics and also Charlotte Tilbury, for example, and mm. um, and many other makeup um, brands. Yeah. I think they've they've done a very good job because, for example, in in the northwest, in the area that I live currently, I don't have any Mac or Charlotte Tilbury um, stores. So it's a very good way to just go into Boots and mm. buy everything that I need, mm. but also buy some makeup, which I always like to do hmm. so in in that respect i think it, it does benefit a lot that that this benefits boots quite a lot specifically in this area i'm not sure uh i'm not so sure about london for example where you have everything kind of in within within walking distance right mm. so you have boots and you down the street you also have charlotte tilbury and mac and many other um well-known uh, makeup and skincare and um, other brands so mm. but yeah I I mean as you as you said in our discussion earlier um, it they they do face a lot of competition for supermarkets as well yeah I think Aldi is the one to <laughs> yes <laughs> yes um, yeah what's the range called I'm trying to oh desperately trying to wrap my brains but yeah i mean like it, it is amazing isn't it out i've always thought it, it as you we come into christmas um you often see these magazine articles appear um talking about the fragrances that they have yes um that are exactly like fragrances that are way more expensive yep and they are so much more affordable oh yeah it is it is it can be absolutely it can be absolutely ridiculous can't it so um but um but yeah i'm sorry i'm just trying i'm just this is really annoying me now so i'm trying to look at the what the skincare range is called is it ah, called lacura lacura yeah, there we go there we go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yeah so lacura yeah um so uh Yes, uh, it is. It is all. It all is all very interesting. I've noticed also, by the way, talking about you know skincare and all that kind of <laughs> stuff that goes <laughs> in the bathroom, basically, um, like places like Molten Brown. You know, they they were very much you know um, shower gels and shampoo yes. and stuff, but they've gone more into fragrance as well now. So you can you can match your your shower gel with your bath whatever your shampoo and your and and then you can you know smell exactly <laughs> the same with it. <laughs> yeah i mean if you really want to um spend that that amount of money um you know you, you're you're able to do it um but yeah anyway it's it's, yeah. it's 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 a very interesting area and you know there's a lot of there's a lot of competition mm. yeah so anyway um i will t- talk right. about today um gyms right so we're going from fragrance to gyms maybe that's <laughs> I don't know what saying. um so there was an interesting thing um from pure gym which is the british it was britain's biggest gym operator um they although they didn't they haven't said officially that they're going to be floating on the stock market um it's widely expected that they are going to be uh, floating however 
um, recent wobbles um, from companies who were about to list and then decided not to um, because mm-hmm. markets are volatile. Um, this is meaning that the, the a flotation of Pure Gym is looking a bit less likely than it was, um, you know, until fairly recently. Um, so it may be, I do wonder whether uh, it may well be a better route for it to go uh, down private equity. Mm. Private equity's got loads of money. Um, the dynamic is a bit different. Um, and it might, I wonder whether a private equity is better for a gym than, than, um, uh, than, than, uh, you know, public, uh, you know, flotation. The, the re and the reason why I say that is because I think when you're, yeah, I think gyms are essentially very, um, not vol- volatile, very sort of seasonal. They're very, um, you know, they're, they're not, I, I would say gyms generally aren't that steady in mm-hmm. terms of, you know, they go in and out of fashion. There are times in the year when they're more popular and less popular. So, I mean, there's a certain, I always think, I always feel there's a certain amount of volatility in the way that they operate. Um, I mean, I suppose, you know, if they rely, relying on um, uh, not many people, uh, you know, fewer and fewer people, members actually going to the gyms or just, mm. and just paying for them. Um, but I mean, I, I, it's, I really do get the feeling in in the UK f- f- um, anyway that we are saturated. The market is saturated yes. with gyms. I mean, you've got your sort of David Lloyd's and and things, you know, and uh, I mean other like independent, say, big gyms that are still expensive. Um, but then, but this the 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 advent over the last I don't know. I'm just trying to think, is, is it 10 years? Would it be 10 years? Maybe, maybe 10 years or so, you know, of, um, of pure gym of, uh, the, the gym group, you know, and, and those low, lower cost, um, 24, you know, 24, seven gyms, yes. they've really become, um, very popular. Um, and so I, I kind of wonder whether there's really, is there, is there much to do in the UK? Um, I think they're going for more overseas expansion, and maybe this is the this that is the better way because there's I think there's less competition or even no competition in the twenty four seven market, um, and the way that they can actually do that and make it work financially um, is 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 impressive. Um, but you know I don't think they have to be a public company to do mm-hmm. it. Um, but I don't know what do you, what do you think about do you think they'd be successful at a twenty four seven low cost gym would be um, popular overseas? Uh, yeah, I think it's actually a very good um, good point and a very good strategy if you want to expand overseas because um, as I mentioned previously, I come from Romania and last time I checked a couple of years ago. Um, when I last visited Romania before COVID, of course, um, was the fact that in in the southeast area where I was based, there were no gyms that would be open twenty four seven. So mm. this trend doesn't really exist in in especially in that part of Romania. Mm. And um, I was actually talking about this with my friends, and I I I was asking them questions about the gyms that they go to. Mm there because i was a bit taken a taken aback if i can if i can say that um 
of the fact that they, they don't have any 24-7 gyms. Do you often feel the need to go to the gym at 2 o'clock in the morning then, Milena? No, <laughs> not really. A quick, a quick, uh, quick bench <laughs> press, maybe a few uh, chin-ups, you know, that sort of thing, no? <laughs> uh, not really, no. Uh, <laughs> although I like to have the idea yeah. that I can go any <laughs> That's right. right. It's like, I don't, I don't need to go at that time, but it's just I can sleep I better. I can yeah. sleep better if I know that I could if I wanted to. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's a good, yeah, that's a good that's, point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I think, it, yeah, overall, I think it's, it's a very good expansion plan if mm. they do decide to expand to countries such as. Mm. Yeah, that would yeah. be interesting because. You know, I do. I think that they've. It's been amazing, actually, just to see how gyms have done over lockdown. You know, you've mm. had, um, you know, obviously they've had to convert to to doing gym classes online to keep people engaged. Yeah. And then we had Freedom Day, and you know, I'd say personally, you know, I I um, I have in the past been reasonably fit. You know, having done quite a lot of different stuff, um, but. Uh, I I'm I have been and and I'm still a blob right but slightly less of a blob than I was because <laughs> um because you know on freedom day I started going to the gym I actually went to um the gym group you know so the gym mm-hmm. gym and um actually to just to start actually moving again uh, apart from sitting in this uh, seat that I'm in now at my desk that I'm at now and um and you know i i enjoyed it i did go at 4 30 in the morning uh which every day um every weekday uh which is why um watson's daily was out later for that period that i was going there uh-huh. but, uh but now i um i've actually a few months ago i then transitioned to um going to um crossfit which i have done in the past and that is a bit of a that's a bit different uh, a bit of a different dynamic but my point is is that i guess you know people started going have they continued to go or are they finding different things um you know have we reached peak gym now um i you know that's it like i say i i just wonder whether in the uk is there is there further to go or is is the only way of expanding go going to um going abroad i mean i mm. i would say probably abroad is the best although there are there is talk of um gyms looking at um uh, sites in town centers because of obviously there's more uh, space there's space available and obviously mm-hmm. um you know there's a lot of people going into town centers so that could help so mm-hmm. yeah i don't know yeah it's um it's a very again a very good point uh, a very good point that you made about the the market being overly saturated and mm-hmm. i recently joined the gym and there were so many of them in the, the area that I lived that it was, I was a bit, you know, um, it was exhausting to look for a gym that I actually like. Mm. And luckily... It's, it is uh, overwhelming, isn't it? I mean, yeah. like literally, which gym to, there are so many. Exactly. You know, it's quite amazing. Exactly. So luckily, JD opened uh, a, a new one mm. here and it's big and it's very spacious. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I went for, for that. But if that wouldn't have been the case, it would have been a very difficult decision because they all they all kind of look the same. You mm. have to actually go up there and experience 
mm. them for a, a bit of time until you actually decide if you do like the classes mm. or you do like their facilities. Yeah, definitely. Um, yes, I think actually so top, top tips on gyms <laughs> are when you're going to look for a gym, always go at a time that you would normally go. That is the key because mm. you want to know whether you're going to get on anything. And then the other tip, top tip for gyms <laughs> is um, I would always suggest trying to be a member of a gym within two years of it opening. Because usually that mm. is the time when all the kit is really good. Nothing falls apart and the changing <laughs> rooms and showers are OK. Once that starts going, though, uh, once you start getting out o- over that period, things tend to start going wrong from my experience. So um, I would those those there you go. So not only are you getting um, commercial awareness chat in, yeah. this, in this, you're also getting some top tips uh, about gym uh, gyms and gym membership. Um, yeah. Anyway, we're going to have to close it there. But um, thank you again, um, Milena, um, for your time. Thank you. Uh, today. It's been great. And it's been really enjoyable this week. Um, and, and I hope the uh, listeners have enjoyed uh, as well. Um, and just to say, reiterate, you know, thank you very much, uh, as always, for supporting. And, um, well, the uh, we'll, be do, we'll be back again soon. Um, and, yeah, I do, all I, I'll do is wish you a, a great day, a good weekend, etc. cetera. Um, and, uh, yeah, see you again soon. Many thanks. thanks. Bye. Bye, Bye. Peter. Bye.